Good morning, and we welcome to the program for the first time Mary McCarty. She is the executive director of the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission. And uh, good morning to you, Mary. Good morning. And uh, you can tell us a little bit. Of course, we uh, hear about the uh, the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission uh, from time to time, but for those who may not be familiar, can you kind of give us a a snapshot of exactly uh, what you and the staff uh, does there at the, the uh, Planning Commission? Sure. Um, I'll just start off um, by talking about our service area and kind of how we were organized. Um, We were organized under um, Indiana State Statute, and we are an economic development um, region with the EDA, which is the Economic Development Administration. It's a federal agency. So um, when we originally started, we have nine um, member counties. Um, So it's Dearborn, Decatur, Franklin, Ohio, Jefferson, Jennings, Ripley, and Shelby. And as I did get Switzerland County in there, I think I had Switzerland in there. Um, so anyway, we have nine counties in the area, um, and so we have staff that serves, you know, that serves individual communities, or you know, we kind of spread the workload among our staff. Um, additionally, our office, um, our organization, is made up of a board of directors. Um, that rep- that are appointed by each of the counties and communities within our region. So um, we, you know, we have an executive board and then a full board, and um, we feel like we have a good connection between our staff and our board to serve our communities. Okay, and then uh, you mentioned economic development, and uh, uh, what are um, and I understand that there's some other things as far as uh, like you know, obviously community development, but uh, what about uh, say housing, um, transportation, and you know things of that nature. Yeah, so we're, um, you know, there's four things that we focus a lot on, and that's community development, economic development, transportation, and housing. Um, We are also now, because it's kind of a hot topic, um, broadband, and we've been working on getting, helping get our communities connected, and we know that our region's made up of some rural areas that need to get connectivity, so we've kind of gotten into that in the last couple years, Um, but um, community development seems to be where we have a lot of pride and we do a lot of work that, you know, where you can see a lot of our work in communities. We've done a tremendous amount of um, infrastructure projects, um, water, sewer, stormwater, um, as well as um, public facilities such as, you know, fire departments, library improvements, um, community centers, things like that. Um, You know, quality of place, you know, why do people want to live in our beautiful region, you know, and as part of it's the communities that, that make it up, you know. Um, so we do a lot of those projects. We In, in terms of transportation, we do um, rural traffic counts through NDOT. We have a contract with them to conduct a rural traffic count program. So each county, and we focus on certain counties each year, so we have courtesy counts in each county. So we work with the county commissioners and the highway departments in each of those counties to help us determine where they want they want those counts laid so we have a um, partnership with NDOT on that and then in terms of housing um, the main thing of housing that we do is owner-occupied housing rehabilitation Um, and we've done quite a few of those programs and grants and so we you know a lot of our programs we get grant funding from state or federal agencies and then we bring those projects and programs to our communities in southeastern Indiana so in terms of housing, owner-occupied rehab, um, you know, it's kind of, from our standpoint, um, the federal, the agency where we get our funding is changed from Indiana Housing and Community Development Authority to o- OCRA, which is the Office of Community and Rural Affairs. So they're kind of transitioning who's administering that program. But 
It's for elderly and disabled households to do some repairs on their home to keep them to age in place in their houses. So they're making a transition there, but if, if someone's interested in that, um, they can call our office. And, you know, right now we just maintain the waiting list until we can apply on behalf of communities. So those are just a highlight. We do a lot more than that, but those are kind of a highlight of some of the things that we do. Okay. And then, uh, Mary, uh, you talked about, the, you touched on broadband, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of broadband-ready communities uh, are out there. Uh, uh, I know that, um, you know, for example, uh, Dearborn and uh, Decatur are, are, are two of the um, uh, broadband-ready uh, communities. As far as uh, the progress is concerned with uh, some of the other ones who uh, may not be, uh, um, is, do you get a uh, sense of how uh, things are progressing there, if we can expect maybe some uh, more announcements around the southeastern Indiana region? Yeah, I think you can expect some coming really soon. Um, I think we have a couple, and I want to mention them until they're ready officially to come out, but they are um, working towards becoming broadband ready. And that's really important because um, the federal um, government has issued a program that's called BEAD, which is Broadband Equity Access and Development Program, which is going to be an influx of federal funding into Indiana to not only develop and build out broadband, but also create digital equity. Um, get connectivity for folks that not only in terms of getting broadband to them, but getting devices and education on using those devices. So becoming a broadband-ready community is really important. And, you know, we're getting ready to launch a program that um, the, the website should be launching pretty soon, so I'll go ahead and say it. So we did a broadband clearinghouse, and we'll have a website to get dedicated to that. And so anybody, whether it be a, um, a community citizen or a local unit of government or an internet provider can go to that website and we can connect resources. You know, they can get on there and they can connect um, in different resources that are available. Um, and so we're that's almost completely built out. It should be launching here shortly. So um, that's just a way to connect people to, to get to the right. Sometimes the biggest obstacle we find in our line of work is getting the right person to talk to to help you meet your needs. So we're hoping that Broadband Clearinghouse can help do that. All right, and as we continue our conversation with Mary McCarty, the Executive Director of the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission, and uh, as far as uh, resources, uh, you alluded to uh, OCRA, for example, and uh, what are some of the other ones that uh, that your agency can uh, link folks to? Okay, yeah, we we work a lot with OCRA, which is the Office of Community and Rural Affairs. We work with um, Indiana Housing, and it's an Indiana Housing and Community Development Authority, um, so that's mostly on our housing type projects. We work, I mentioned earlier, EDA, which is the Economic Development Administration. So that's more tied into um, economic development projects that are um, for job creation, job retention, helping create good paying jobs within our region. Um, we also, we help administer um, some of the ready funds. We're the, the administer, administrator and fiscal agent for um, the, the ready funds. So for Ready 1.0, we do work a lot, you know, we help, you know, create partnerships. And so a lot of the agencies that I've mentioned require local matching and the community partnerships. So, you know, I couldn't have this conversation without mentioning our local community foundations and our local foundations that are very important in partnering with, you know, helping leverage local um, and state and federal funds together. So we are so rich in good partnerships and foundations within our region and I, I wouldn't want to miss out on those local ones our local partners as well i'm sure there, there's more than I'm, I'm usda rural development we work with them quite a bit 
in addition to the Indiana um, um, Indiana Finance Authority, which um, administers some of the federal infrastructure money. Um, so we work with them as well. Um, there's there's quite a variety. Um, now we just got into working with a um, FCC on a affordable connectivity grant program, which we're getting ready to launch here shortly. We got received funding for that, so that's again going to help connect people um, to get connected, and then also you know how to use devices and things like that. So. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a couple, but those are the biggies that we spend a majority of our time, our staff spends our time on. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So, and of course, they can always go to your website and, uh, you know, find out all that information. I'm sure that is uh, sirpc.org slash resources. All right. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Mary McCarty, the executive director of the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Mary McCarty, the Executive Director of the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission. And, uh, Mary, you mentioned the uh, Board of Directors earlier, and, of course, uh, you know, a lot of the folks that give you, uh, obviously, direction, but uh, also you have a uh, staff there at the office in Versailles, and, uh, and you uh, kind of give us uh, some of what some of those folks do and uh, names and so forth. For sure, yeah. And, and we couldn't – we have an ex- – and that's – we're super proud and, and of our staff that we have. We get a lot of – we got a lot of things done, and um, we're, I'm super proud of them. So I'll just kind of start, start with um, Patty Jackson. She's our deputy director. And um, Patty has extensive housing experience and has really taken our own occupied housing rehabilitation program and, and is very knowledgeable on that. So if you, you know, she's our go-to person when you have a question regarding housing, and she's an expert in that. Um, the next would be Jody Cummer. She's our administrative director administration director and she works heavily on administering a grant once we get funded so um, if you apply for any state or federal funds and you get the money um, you know somebody usually writes the grant a lot of times that's my you know right now I, I do a lot of the upfront work to get to get funding in and then Jody will kind of take over and work on administer, administering those funds and make sure all the red tape um, is taken care of and we're satisfying all those grants requirements, with, which when we're working with a um, state or federal agency, typically um, there's quite a bit of that. So Jody's an expert at that and has a lot of experience in doing that. She also is our transportation director, so she works and coordinates with our local counties on where they want those rural traffic counts to be laid and then helps upload that data into the state system so that so anything that anytime we run a traffic count, um, that data is uploaded to a state system to a state database and anybody can access that information. So if anybody has any issue, any questions on traffic counts, Radio Jody can give you a little, give Jody a call and she can walk someone through how to find access that traffic data. Um, next we have Carrie McConnell. Um, she's a grant administration, grant administrator as well. Um, Carrie has, um, she's kind of our environmental review expert. So on most of our projects we have to have an environmental review done before we can do any work on a project. So like, let's say, for example, a sewer project, 
before it's done, um, we have to kind of outline to oh, uh, a dozen or so state and federal agencies to get their clearance to proceed with the projects and from an environmental standpoint. So Carrie's kind of our guru with that, in, in addition to being really good with um, our computers. <laughs> She's not our IT person, but I pull her in when um, <laughs> I have trouble. So it's nice, it's nice to have Carrie around. <laughs> um, next would be Gretchen, um, Gretchen Moore. She's our fiscal manager, so she does a really good job in just maintaining our books, making, again, kind of supporting Jody and Carrie and Patty, all of us really, and making sure that from a financial standpoint, we're we're doing what we're supposed to be doing with the money, and we're a good um, steward of those tax dollars that have been spent for our communities. Um, she also helps us, you know, in the you know process claims and that sort of thing. So we are she is a clerk treasurer in a previous life, so we're glad to have her on board, and and she does a very good job as well. Um, Renisha. Rudder, and I think you've probably talked to Renisha before, but yes. she is our um, economic resiliency coordinator and our digital inclusion um, contact. So she's your broadband girl. So if you have any questions regarding broadband, she's the person in becoming a broadband-ready community. Um, she's who you need to speak to. She's very knowledgeable on that. Um, she started with us as a digital fellow, and um, so we kind of had a one-year uh, program. Well, it was actually two now. It's it's dwindled down to one year when we ha we get a fellow in. So she started with us as a fellow. We really appreciated the work she did as that, and that's so why we hired her full-time as our um, Economic Resiliency Coordinator and Digital Inclusion. Um, and then our most recent hire would be Kylie Sparks, and she's a Project Development Coordinator. So Kylie has been with us a little over a year and has been doing fantastic. Um, she's going to be doing project development and help doing some of that front-end grant writing. Um, and then developing projects to help our communities. Um, she's currently becoming certified to be a certified grant administrator through the Office of Community Real Affairs, which all of our staff is until um, Kylie's not right, uh, she's not completed this course. She's in the process now, but the rest of us are certified grant administrators with the state of Indiana. So she's doing a good job, and we're training her. She's cross-training in a lot of things, and we're super happy to have her on board. And, again, she's one of those people that can handle some of the technology <laughs> problems that we have. She's pretty good at um, maneuvering um, maneuvering some of those things. And then we have Sarah Brickto, who is a consultant with us, and she kind of helps us with some of our um, housing work uh, that we do. Um, we also have a not-for-profit housing arm underneath the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission. So. Sarah does a really good job in helping some of those additional programming things that are kind of outside our, you know, um, to develop some of those housing opportunities um, on top of the owner-occupied housing rehabilitation that Patty works on. But Sarah and Patty work closely together in developing some of those opportunities. We do have um, a, a, a staff, uh, a couple um, folks on staff that do our rural traffic counts. So Denny Volts does that for us, and um, he actually goes out and does the, the work and lays the count. So um, he does a good job. And then we're getting we're we're in the process of hiring um, a couple folks that we don't have on board just yet, but are coming soon. So um, we are you know going to be adding a few more staff, and I won't mention their names just yet. But so we have a good staff that gets a lot done and and really tries to be. Um, a community partner with you know our local communities you know I super feel strongly that our um, local unit our cities towns and counties and then the, the not-for-profits that work within that system that we we are you know we, we create teams and we're glad to be a part of those teams in southeastern Indiana we have a lot of really good communities to work with 
All right. And then as we continue our talk with Mary McCarty, she is the executive director of the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission. And uh, Mary, just a little curious, uh, how did you get in on this line of work? So um, I started, in, well, I went to Purdue, and I have a degree in agricultural economics, um, and started out of college. I worked for Elrod Grain. I worked there for five years, and I, you know, my husband farms still. My dad, my family grew up on a family farm, and knew I wanted to come back to southeastern Indiana because I knew the value. Um, and I, you know, it was, those are my roots. And so um, there was a position available, and actually Jody in our office worked there, and Jody's a friend, and Jody said, hey, you should, you know, this is, there's a position available. Are you interested? And, and I was, and I applied and got the job, and I've been here 25 years later. I'm still here. Um, and I think kind of that speaks a little bit of how um, a good agency and what we do is, you know, Patty and Jody and I have all been here over 25 years apiece, and our staff usually, you know, come on board and they stay on board. So I think it shows that we're a good organization. We love what we do. But I knew when I took this position, I started out doing housing, and then I moved into project development, and I've been doing project development with the majority of my career, and I absolutely love it, something I'm passionate about where I can work again with those communities and and make a difference in communities, and it could be something simple and little, but it could mean a lot to a community and just connecting people to resources I feel like what we're important in. So, you know, been doing this for 25 years. Um, I still get to be in a rural, you know, um, aspect of life. I love life in southeastern Indiana. Um, I love what it has to offer, and I still have this connection to my agricultural roots because I love, I love agriculture, and I realize the value it means to our communities. Um, that's what, you know, southeastern Indiana stands for is the, our quality of life. Um, so... Yeah, been doing this for a long time, but I love what I do. All right. And then, of course, uh, you folks are uh, located in uh, Versailles, uh, your office. Can you tell us exactly where? And also, uh, how can folks get a hold of you either by phone or email and so forth? Sure. Um, We are located on Highway 50 next to McDonald's. That's the easiest way to find us. (laughs) And so it looks like a house, but we actually are going a little bit of renovation right now. Um, We've been here for in this location. Uh, right around 25 years as well, maybe a little bit longer. So um, we're right on Highway 50 next to McDonald's. And then so our, our street address is 405 West US 50. Um, we're easy to find. The best way to get in contact with us is call us, which is 812-689-5505. And again, if you access our website, which is sarpc.org, um, you have you can connect to any each of our staff's emails on there. There's a picture of us to kind of know who we look, what we look like, and then it's got a way you can contact us um, individually through email or our phone. And then if you want to contact us through the website and you message us, we can get to contact you there. However, I think that probably the best way to get in touch with us is just call us <laughs> or email us rather than go through the website. You'll, you'll get us, but it's easier if you just email us directly. Okay. And then, again, the phone number is 812-689-5505. Well, Mary McCarty, Executive Director of the Southeastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission, we appreciate your time. Stay well because uh, you're doing some really important work out there, and hopefully we can call on you again in the future. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it.